You're listening to Sword Talk, hosted by international evangelist, author, and Bible teacher, Cody Porter. Get ready to sharpen your sword and learn battle tactics for your everyday walk. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. I am Cody Porter from Cody Porter Ministries, and you are listening to Sword Talk. I'm so excited to be back in my studio. As you know, I have been... uh, traveling i've been out of the state and i have learned so many different things as i've been uh walking the streets of this different state and with that being said i noticed some things that were really really troubling to me and some things that i really wanted to address for the body of christ to be healthy namely one of the things that i noticed while i was traveling is that there is a lot of pluralism in the body of christ what I mean by that is there is a lot of there are a lot of people who are taking different belief systems, different gods, different good luck charms, different uh, protection methods, different blessings from many different religions, and they're trying to mix it all together with Christianity into this one big hodgepodge of sorts. And that is not what we're supposed to be doing. See, Christianity by design and by definition is an exclusive belief system. It's exclusive because we know that there is only one God. John 14, 6 says, uh, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. So Jesus is the way, the way, one way. He is the truth, one truth, and he is the life, one life. No man comes to God the Father except through Jesus. So by default, Our belief system, the Christianity worldview, is an exclusive worldview, meaning there is only one truth. There's only one God. There's only one way. And so whenever we start picking and choosing different belief systems and meshing them together in a hodgepodge, we are no longer living a Christian life. We are no longer following Jesus. The Bible also makes it very clear that God is a very jealous God. Now, this doesn't mean that God is sinful. However, that does mean that he wants the full attention of his people. He is the one that deserves all the glory, the honor, and the praise forever. Not these other random false gods, not these other random blessing, good luck charms, or anything like that. Jesus is the only way. Quit mixing stuff. Quit mixing stuff. Because whenever you do that, you are bringing curses upon yourself because you are opening up the the door Who demonic influence in your life? Anytime you worship something other than the one true God, that's idolatry. And anywhere there's idol worship, there's going to be demonic attachments. You can see some of my other videos for that in which I explain how that works a little bit better. So while I was down there, I had a very, very interesting demonic encounter. Now this is going to be one of those stories that, uh, that has actually happened to me. And something that I find very interesting, but something that I believe that we can really take a lesson from. So in the area that I was in um, for the past week, I spent a lot of time walking the streets. And as I was walking the streets, I was noticing this this little guy, this uh, little character, on just about everything. He was on billboards, he was on signs for stores, he was on clothing, he was on necklaces, he was on rings and coins, and he was on everything. And I, I didn't quite know what he was because I've never seen this before. I've never seen this, this creature. And uh, 
kind of bothered me because I'm like, what is this thing? And I'm gonna I'm gonna put a uh, picture of him up here in a second. But this thing was everywhere, and so finally I asked somebody. I said, "What is this thing?" Because it was uh, in a shop, and they had some on these little coins. I said, "What? What is this? I don't understand what this thing is." And they said, "Well, um, it's a it's a Coco Pele." And I'm like, "A what?" And she was like, "A Coco Pele." And I'm just like, "I I don't quite know what that is." Well, after some research, you know, I'm not gonna pronounce it all weird, but that's how that's how these. Um, this particular people group pronounced it, uh, but just Coco Pelli is how I'm going to refer to it because, you know, I'm not going to get all technical. But this Coco Pelli, after some research, I found out that this was a very, very sacred thing to the people of this region. And actually, it's not just exclusive to this region. Apparently, this is something that gets uh, worshipped or thought about um, or put on things all across America. And I'm sure you've probably seen one before. You had no idea what you were looking at. But this. It's a it's a demonic spirit. It's a false god. It's a false uh, entity. So what's crazy about this is I've studied demonology and spiritual warfare for the last decade, and I've never come across this thing before. I I think I would have noticed if I if I had, but apparently this thing has been everywhere, and I just haven't paid attention to it. So I was walking uh, I was walking down a road with with one of my friends, and and I was just like, you know what? I just I'd like to see this thing, you know, because. And I, that's, a, that's a dumb thing. You know, that kind of goes back to don't ask if you don't want to know. Well, I'm like, you know, I've, I've had no experience with this. I, I don't know what this is. I would like to see this thing. I'd like to know more about it because this seems to have just taken this area and the nation by storm. And so I want to have some sort of experience with this to be able to, to teach about it, to combat it. Not because of, of curiosity, but because I want to know what is infecting the body of Christ. Because there were even Christians down there that was engaging with this entity. So, after we get done walking around, I go back to the hotel that I'm staying at, and I lay down, and immediately I fall, to, I fall asleep, which is very weird for me, because usually I'm one of those guys that stay up, you know, I can't shut down my mind, it's just constantly running, constantly thinking of things, constantly, you know, going through scenarios or going through scripture, I'm just constantly thinking, and I can't shut my mind down. Well, I lay down, and I instantaneously go to sleep, which I said is out of character. And as I fall asleep, I am instantly put into a dream that is so realistic, it feels like it's actually happening. Now, the Lord deals with me a lot through dreams, and so this isn't something that really surprised me. However, I know whenever things start to get really, really realistic, I need to pay attention to what's about to happen. So I was walking in the dream. I was walking down that same stretch of road that I was just walking with my friend the day before. And as I was walking down that stretch of road, I come underneath this billboard, the sign for a store, which has this creature on it. And as I walk underneath this sign, all of a sudden, I start hearing this weird flute playing. Now I'm going to cast up a picture of what this guy looks like right here. And as you can see, he's got a flute in his hand. So I start hearing this weird flute playing, but I'm not seeing anything. And in this area, they're very musically inclined people, and so it's not uncommon to hear flutes. And so I didn't think anything of it, and I just kept walking. Well, as I'm walking, I start to feel this little tug on my coat. And it's, it's just like how a little third grader would do. You know, it comes up and just kind of tugs at you. And I'm thinking, <laughs> that's odd. Um, and so I look down, and as I look down, there is this little creature... Probably not even two foot tall, 
barely comes up to my waist. And he's he's standing there and he looks up at me. The first thing that I noticed was this does not look like the creature that I have seen on books and on necklaces and on t-shirts and everything. He doesn't look like that at all. As a matter of fact, he looks comical. He's standing there, not even two foot tall, and he looks like this little black Pillsbury Doughboy thing. And he's just like a, a black, like gelatinous mass that's really wrinkly. It has no distinguishable facial features or anything like that. I mean, if you've ever seen the movie Flubber with Robin Williams, it looks like a black version of Flubber. And he's just sitting there, and he's got his flute in his hand. And he looks up at me, and he goes, in this very deep, raspy voice, he goes, You dare disturb the Coco Pelly. And I couldn't help but laugh. I'm like, Sure. You know, this thing's like not even two foot tall. It looks like a mass of, like, Play-Doh. Sure, I'll take this thing on. I'm not concerned about it. My God's bigger than this thing. And all of a sudden, it starts dancing around me in a circle in this dream, putting this chant, this this hex on me. And I couldn't even I, I couldn't even stop laughing to even take this thing seriously. Because here's this creature, this false god, this demonic entity that supposedly has the influence of this whole entire region. But I'm looking at it thinking, is this is this what I've seen on all the billboards and on all the t-shirts and on all the, the coins and everything? Because this isn't impressive at all. It doesn't look powerful at all. It's just like, what is, what is this? Man, I can flick you and you would just fall, you know, fall down. And and so I get this righteous indignation, but also this righteous humor that comes over me because I'm thinking, this thing isn't even, this thing isn't even something I should even take seriously. And so I just start laughing and, you know, I'm thinking, well, my Jesus is bigger. And so I rebuke it. I grab it by the neck and I toss it into the river that's nearby. And it was just, that sounds like a really weird dream. I know. But that's how God deals with me a lot in the spiritual, is he will put these dreams in my mind that's just hyper-realistic. And I can be confronting demonic spirits in my dreams because you, your spirit never sleeps. Your spirit man always, is always awake, and God is, can always deal with it. And so a lot of times I'm confronting these supernatural forces in my dreams, and it's so realistic. It's as, it's as if I'm actually doing it. Come to find out that dream had a lot of spiritual significance in the days to come. And uh, I really do believe that God is doing a work in that area and is really ridding that area of a lot of principality spirits. And I'm not done in that area. I'm going to be coming back very, very soon to deal with some other things. But the reason why I tell this story because I want you to be very, very aware of what's going on in the spiritual realm. You see, a lot of times we have things come into our lives that they seem big, they seem scary, they seem powerful, when in reality they aren't at all. They're really not. They're nothing to look at. They're nothing to be afraid of. They're nothing to be intimidated by. However, they masquerade as something that has all of this authority, that has all of this, this power, that's everywhere. Every time you open your eyes, boom, there it is. When in reality, it's not that powerful at all. I think of Isaiah 14, chapter 14, verse 16. And it says that people, whenever they look upon Satan, they're going to say, is this him? Is this the man that made the earth tremble? Is this the one that laid the nations low? Is this him? And see, that's what I was thinking whenever I encountered this Coco Pelli in my dream. Is I'm thinking, you have this whole region wrapped around your little finger. 
You're putting people into bondage left and right. However, when I look at you, you look nothing you look nothing like what you're depicting yourself as. However, you look like a shriveled up, wrinkly little piece of, of Play-Doh that was left in, in a kid's pool for too long. It wasn't intimidating at all. But that's because I was looking at it in the right perspective. I knew that my Jesus, my Lord, was way bigger than any kind of regional principality spirit that I was going to encounter. And so because of that, because I was looking at this thing in the right perspective, I was seeing it for what it really was, not for what it was masquerading itself to be. You see, these demonic spirits, they, they're known for that. As a matter of fact, Scripture says that Satan can masquerade as an angel of light. A lot of times they like to appear as something that they're not. So on those billboards, on that TV show, you know, on those weird memes on the internet, Satan's going to masquerade as something big, as something powerful, as a force to be reckoned with, when in reality he's a shriveled up old man, and we're going to look at him and say, is this the guy that I've lived my life in fear over? Is this the guy that I've given my freedom up to? Is this the guy that's completely destroyed my family? Is this the guy that keeps coming against the church? Is this the guy that I've heard so much about. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that is in fact the guy. It's not what you're seeing on TV. It's not what your situation would have you to believe, but rather it's much more manageable. Why? Because you're walking in the authority of Jesus Christ. If you are walking in a relationship with Jesus Christ, he's given you authority over the demonic spirits. He's given you authority to tread over the serpents and the adders and the, and the scorpions. He's given you authority over all of the power of the enemy. And so whenever we look at things in the spiritual realm, whenever we see our problems in light of who Jesus is and how he's so much bigger, those things seem insignificant. They may be on the billboards of your life. They may be on every piece of memorabilia that you have. It may be everywhere. However, it's not what it appears to be. Get rid of those things in your life that make it seem so prevalent. Get rid of those things in your life that serve as reminders. Get rid of those things in your life that Satan's attached to that's giving it a foothold into your life because it's not that big of a deal. Take authority over it in the name of Jesus and deal with it. Realize that that's what Satan does. He works in the art of deception. That's what he does. He deceives people. That's how he gains authority. He deceives people. So he's going to deceive you as well. He's going to say your problem's too big. He's going to say that addiction's too great. He's going to say that demon that you're looking at in the face, yeah, he's too big. You can't handle him. When in reality, you can't handle him on your own, but Jesus can. The Holy Spirit working through you can. Look at it in the right perspective, and I promise you, things will get a lot better. You see, your eyes are a very important thing. What you see is very, very important. You see, the story with Peter walking on water, as long as Peter kept his eyes on Jesus, he was fine. But the moment he looked at the storm and said, whoa, look at how big that storm is. Whoa, look at how boisterous that storm is. Look at how rowdy it is, how big it is, how dark it is, how black it is. Look at how it's coming at me. Look at the lightning. Look at the thunder. Look at all of this stuff. The moment he started looking at that, that's whenever he began to sink. sink. Why? Because he got his eyes off of Jesus and who Jesus was. The man who could calm the wind and the waves with just his voice. He took his eyes off of him, the source of power, and put it on that storm that was trying to masquerade itself as being bigger than the one who could calm it with just a single word. Look at it in the right perspective. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't let those demons, don't let those problems make themselves look bigger than Jesus, because they're not.
in reality, they're nothing <laughs> like what you think they are and what they're trying to convince you they are. So that's all I have for you. I just wanted to uh, share that about my time in this particular place. And like I said, this is nothing against that particular place. I'm sure some of you know where I've spent the last week. That's not what I'm saying. This is a problem that's happening all across America in the church, is we are mixing beliefs. We're inviting demons into our homes. And, and we're trying to be pluralistic when we're not supposed to be pluralistic. Serve Jesus and him alone. Keep your eyes on him and him alone. He is the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. There is no other God but Jesus. Jesus is our way. There's only one God. Anything else that masquerades as a God is just another demonic spirit. It's just another antichrist. Keep your eyes on him, the one who actually holds all power on heaven and earth. So that's all I have. Thank you and God bless. Please be stay tuned for other updates from the ministry and from Sword Talk. We have so much stuff coming up. It would blow your mind if you were able to see everything that we have going on here. And it's going to be coming out very, very, very soon. Thank you and God bless. Please like and share this. And if you're on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and turn on notifications so you know when a new video comes out.